0: The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience.
1: No,
0: showing a good tuesday eve to you mark aram here you there It's 707 seven minutes after seven o'clock this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday 7 to 9 p.m on news 95 5 and am 750 wsb gang is all here tonight that includes the stoic eskimo longoria on the other side of the takeout window low t chuck screens your calls oh,
1: oh, low t we're
0: gonna have a fun show tonight johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review we're going to discuss the uh the Brian Kemp political ad that uh, has, has caused some some flack, flap, dust up. I don't know what you call it, but uh, we're going to discuss that. If you haven't uh, seen the television ad, we'll play the audio version for you and we'll take your calls on that. Um, but uh, we are going to start off the show um, with, as much as people know me from uh, the Mark Aram Show with Longoria and Low T. They probably know me better uh, with my morning sidekick. That is Fred Blankenship from Channel 2 Action News this morning. He joins us live on the program. How you doing, Fred? Mark and You know I'm past my bedtime, baby. This uh, is a special night for me. It is. Eight minutes past your bedtime, but I appreciate you calling. <laughs> so uh, what I wanted to do here, because we, we don't have Fred for long, because he literally here has to he has to go to sleep, Um <laughs> No, I'm
2: good, man. What's going
0: on? What I, what I wanted to do was, we tried to do this uh, months ago, but some breaking news happened or something. I want to do an Ask Me Anything with Fred Blankenship, uh, because obviously, uh, Fred, you know, probably the most popular anchor in Atlanta, perhaps the, the world. I mean, he's, he's, a be- <laughs> he's a beloved figure here in Atlanta, and I know that people want to directly talk to Fred and ask him questions, so what we're going to do what's called an AMA an Ask Me Anything segment with Fred Blankenship. So basically, do it. you just call up right now. Any question you have for Fred, he will try to answer. And keep it uh, respectable. This is a family show, folks. So 404 872 750 zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Your questions for Fred Blankenship from Channel 2 Action News. I'm assuming the, the number one question that you get asked is the number one question that I get asked. Uh, right. When do you sleep, right? That's got to be at the top of the, the list of questions that people ask you.
2: Your brother's up there, and he, he actually number one by far. And uh, people are fascinated by this. And so years ago, when I was a bit of a younger man, uh, I would try and stay up and, you know, just try and like, you know, oh, I can stay up and get up and whatever. About five years into it, like stuff started stopped working the way it should. Like my eye would twitch and things like that. So I... Really try and go to bed early, um, as early as I can. And I have this, you know, amazing family, and you know, it's a, it's a lot of stuff gets done after I go to sleep. But I really try to go to bed. So
0: I'm, uh,
2: you know, by by seven o'clock, I should be asleep.
0: Yes. So you're you're, you're you know, literally be. up af- past your bedtime right now, even though it's it's. Bright sunshine out. There's uh, birds still chirping, but Fred is about <laughs> to, uh, to hit the sheet. What time do you wake up every morning? This is always a question that people ask me. Well, it depends what I'm trying to get
2: done. You know, sometimes, like, I, I get up and roll right to work. Other times, I get up and, I do a little meditation or, you know, it's it's great to have some kind of ownership of your morning, if that makes any sense, before you, like, you get right into the grind of it. Um, I do and, that in the afternoon.
0: I get up so yeah. so for the morning show I get up at 3:19 there's no time to dilly dally I'm in the shower walk and feed the dogs I'm out the door slide in for our morning meeting and I'm I'm ready to go for for the afternoon show I own my morning that's really my morning so I'll get up I'll make some coffee I'll watch uh the Channel 2 Action News at 5 to see what's going on right and I take my time getting in but in the mornings for me it's I have zero time to spare it's you know I got to hit the ground yeah by.
2: no that was, but you have to have like the way I look at it, Mark, is you have to have something to look forward to. There's got to be something, a part of your day that that's really yours that you're looking forward to before before you get to work. Donuts, and you know, you know, donuts all day, <laughs> baby, all day. Yes. Hey, hey, Sha- hey, Shaq, are you listening? We like donuts.
0: Donuts, and, my uh, friend.
2: <laughs> you know, but I mean, like. Because once we get there, you know we enjoy our jobs as much as probably anybody who who goes to work. Absolutely, you know we, we really try and have a good time and and get the work done and you know make it worth. But it, I, I always recommend, like somebody said, if you don't have ten minutes um, to yourself in your morning, I guess your morning would be the afternoon. Then you, you know then what kind of life are you living? And and that made a lot of sense to me.
0: All right, uh, Fred. Let me let me hit, let me give the phone number again. If you have any questions for Fred Blankenship. Anchor for Channel 2 Action News this morning with Linda Stolfer, myself, and Karen Mitten. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet him at me, at Mark Arum. Uh, John kicks us off in Smyrna. John, what's your question for Fred Blankenship? John.
2: Hey,
3: well, I watch you guys every morning when I'm in town. And I'm wondering, Fred, you never seem to be in a bad mood. You're always up.
2: You know what, John? Hey, first of all, thank you for calling in, brother. I appreciate you. And, and the truth is, I'm, I'm in a good mood a lot of the time, and that's not that's not for the camera. Um, I really, I've wanted to do this job since I was 12 years old, and the idea that I have the opportunity and the ability to do it in a place that I love, um, kind of gives me joy every morning. So if you notice, if you're ever up at the 4.30 hour, when we come on, I don't come on like Linda and I, we don't come on as if like, okay, it's 4.30, get up, we come on like Yo, it is 4.30. <laughs> Are you ready for your day? Let's go get this. That, that's, that's the amazing attitude. part
0: about it, too, John, is, I mean, I, I I work, I come in, start at 4.30 with Fred as well, and I'm not that at level, uh, I don't have that level, a level of energy yet at 4.30. I'd get there. <laughs> I'll eventually get there. But uh, Fred and Linda, you're, you're exactly right, Fred. I mean, you, when you say good morning at 4.30 a.m., you're not only waking up the viewers, you're waking me up, because I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. We got to do it.
2: <laughs> And, and folks out there, if you're paying attention, 4:30 is when we typically slide in what we're going to slide in. Yes. Uh, first and foremost. So, so if I'm think, if something's on my mind that I want to say to Mark in a special kind of message, that's usually when it hits.
0: Yeah, a lot of Easter eggs <laughs> dropped between 4:30 and 5 a.m. Uh, <laughs> Melanie joins us in Atlanta. Melanie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
4: Hey, Mark. Hey, hey Fred. Man. I just want hey to say hi,
0: Thank you I'm for watching.
4: wonderful. You guys get me through the four o'clock hour, um, the four and five o'clock hour with the newborn. So I just want to say thank
0: you. <laughs> Congratulations um, on the baby. Uh, thank
4: thank you. you. Congratulations. And I just wanted—I just have a question uh, for um, for both you guys. When you do yeah. the um, when you incorporate the hip hop, the hip hop um, rhymes, do you guys right. plan that and practice it or? It just, come, it just come off the top of your head because it seems so organic
0: in the morning we, <laughs> at 4 o'clock. <laughs> uh, we have, we've been doing this for a long time. I mean, uh, some some days are, are more prevalent than others if someone passes or we're celebrating a birthday or a milestone, but not mm-hmm. once have Fred and I ever sat down and be like, all right, what are we going to It just happens, and um, there's no yeah. one writing these for us. There's no producer feeding us lines. <laughs> it's just, uh, and, for, and and Fred will, you know, because it's four thirty in the morning I'm, I'm still not fully awake melanie and fred will, will throw a, a lyric at me and i'm like all right i, I gotta do like uh the, the mental mathematics like all right w- what artist what song what's my gonna be my reply so none of it is prepared
2: well, this morning this morning <laughs> Melanie was great because we start off and the first thing i can think of is i'm tossing to mark and and uh i say uh from the nine nine in the two thousand, <laughs> Mark Aram <laughs> in the traffic center take it over, Cash Money the Records it over, Mark yes. Aram, and,
0: and I was, I know, was what, <laughs> too tired to respond. I was like, "Thanks, Fred." <laughs> <laughs>
4: and I just, to, I just wanted to say the one the tribute to my, um, for my big project still was my absolute favorite one.
2: Oh, oh thank you very yeah. much, and
4: much I absolutely love, to love Mark
2: that. on that because Mark, if you pay attention, Mark has intricate flow in the traffic and it all ties together the gem of it is especially with mark is he he's not just throwing in lyrics there are lyrics that tie into 75 85 and 285 mm-hmm. at the perimeter you know and so i mean just the, the skill set there is great and that's why it works
0: well that's why it works um, because people that don't know just think i'm doing the traffic you know it can't <laughs> it can't stand out so, like, if Longoria is watching and he's not a big Mob Deep fan, if I throw a Mob Deep line into the traffic report, he's got to be able. To, I, I can't have him know that there is a lyric in there that he just thinks it's a normal traffic report. So, that's the tough part. That's the tough part. But, Melly, uh, yes, and go I just ahead.
4: Just want to say, Mark, I love your dance moves. I saw the Instagram <laughs> post the it? other day. Did you see it? The dance uh, moves are up.
0: crazy. I got. I got. Well, to be fair, thank you for that, by the way. But um, I, I, I was still. In my TV outfit, so I couldn't really break the moves out that I wanted to do. I, I, I'll do. Please
2: don't say that. <laughs> I'll do, you were tearing it up.
0: I'll do a repeat performance soon with some some better moves and a little more a little more rhythm there.
2: Now, now, Mark, now, Mark, I didn't get the music. Was that EU the butt?
0: That was the butt. Yes, exactly. And apparently
2: oh, walked in this place, <laughs> surprised to see.
5: Oh, Mark, you were tearing it up. Baby. I was
0: trying. I was trying. TC's in Atlanta. <laughs> TC, welcome to the show. How are you? mark aram preach brother Lux, man what's going on
3: so i got a question for uh mr blake uh, you know i've I, since uh since the uh hyper has kind of taken over it seems like all yeah. the news is just negative i've cut off my cable i only get my news from wsb and then thank right. god for the mark aram show what do you <laughs> do to uh not get just weighed down with the negativity in the Gosh, uh, you, you know, know it just seems like everything is bad. Somebody's getting killed. Somebody's getting robbed. It's nonstop politics. You know, what do you do to, to, to stay so damn happy?
0: That's a good question, Fred. Well, How do you handle all the, all the no, tough no, stories? No, no, great, great question.
2: And I, I always say to that is there is as much positive or even more positivity going on than there is negative. We are so, it just is so easy to gravitate towards the negative and you hear that more and you hear it clearer and you hear it louder. And I, I just, what I have, I can compartmentalize that, and I can really focus on the positive. What you will notice for me is that if we, if we have a string, and sometimes the news is the news. Sometimes that's just what we have to report that day. And what we, when we get through what we're getting through, the very next time I can put a kind of positive spin on something, I will, and I'll make it parent. i want you to understand that your day is more than those two to three stories that you just saw
0: yeah right unfortunately there. for Can me I... I never have good news in traffic so i rely on you guys to come <laughs> up with the good news uh real quick before fred goes to bed we got another question terry's in cleveland terry what's your question for fred blankenship from channel Two?
6: Oh, i just wanted to comment on both of you both of you boys y'all both got a good heart and a good mind and uh but fred uh helps everybody in within a hundred yards
0: and then some and then some fred fred is uh i'm honored and privileged to get to work with with fred and not just fred i mean the whole morning team you you have to be a special individual to work mornings and and uh, there's a bunch of them and uh it's really cool and it shows we we have fun we like each other and uh it's good stuff oh you can check fred tomorrow morning out at what time Oh, 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 four thirty, baby. Four thirty. We come on strong at four thirty the morning. Mark, what
2: was that gentleman's name who just said that? do we do do we just called in? That was Oh, I you know, I I am sorry. <laughs> Theory, I, think. I, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't get it, sir. I want you to know that you just made my life by saying that. That's awesome. And I, I appreciate you beyond words. And you've inspired me to go back and try and do an even better job tomorrow. Oh, I'm pumped up, baby. Let's go get it. 4 30 in the morning. Mark Aram, the pre show meeting. You know what time that starts, baby.
0: Go to sleep, my friend. <laughs> there he is. All right, brother. You take it easy. Fred Blanketship, Monday through Friday, 4 30 to 7 a.m. on Channel 2 Action News this morning. What a good dude. All right, we'll come back. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 726. 77, Steamy degrees on Peachtree. I guess uh, winter's officially over, right? Are we done with it? I guess, I guess so. I came into work this morning wearing a winter jacket. Why? Because it, it was cold. It was chilly this morning. Yeah. It was like 39, I think.
7: Some of us get up before noon. Yeah. Then it was, hey, then hey. It was, <laughs> hey. Then it was 80. You <laughs> no, I get up before noon. 80 degrees <laughs>
0: when I come in this afternoon, so it's a, it's a weird, funky... In my house,
7: I've got the air conditioner on upstairs, and I have the heater on downstairs. Really? Yeah, because it's getting too hot and too cold in the wrong levels, so I have to—they're dueling right now. So
0: you're rich enough to have two separate? I'm not. My wife is.
7: Don't you have to stop pretending (laughs) that it's me? Hey,
0: it's a dual-income family. It's what I married into. Doesn't the stone downstairs keep things cool, (laughs) like all the stone in your house?
7: Well, yeah. That's why I have to have the heater on, because it's too cold downstairs. Oh,
0: okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes.
7: And then it's too warm upstairs, so I have to have the air conditioner. I heard
0: a rumor... In the WSB Traffic Center this morning, that uh, hot neighbor will be appearing uh, at the Taste of Alpharetta with us on Possibly. Thursday. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. And your sweet daughter? It,
7: well, it depends on what that little tyrant decides to do Meeting <laughs> up Your
0: daughter to. or your wife? Oh. Well,
7: my, my, my <laughs> daughter, but, you know, you, c- you could make a strong case for both.
0: Longoria, am I going to see your daughters there or at Taste of Alpha yeah, Alpharetta? No, no, just you? Yeah, I just All right. And you're going to get a haircut? Yeah. All right. Thursday. You don't, don't have do. to. I'll, no, he has to. It's a public appearance. (laughs) It I'll give you money. He looks great. He he looks great now, but he looks better with a haircut. He does. Reminder that uh, we'll be live uh, Thursday from the Taste of Alpharetta broadcasting from 7 to 9. Freshly uh, haircutted Longoria will be there. Loti will be there. Hopefully his hot neighbor wife and his little baby daughter. And Ashley Frasca is going to come, too. So that'll be fun. It'll be a family fun event at the Taste of Alpharetta. I'll buy everyone one rib. You come up and see me, I'll buy you one rib. (laughs) Um, What do we got? Oh, Brian Kemp, Secretary of State, is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour, talk about his uh, television ad that's causing some controversy. We'll come back. i got some fun stuff next half hour. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you?
6: America. Well, all and a free It's so good to be born in America. All oh, the home of the red, the white and the blue. Welcome
0: back to the show, 7-37-23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the PM here on the Nifty 750. Longo and low T. Join me in one hour. Johnny Kilbasa will join us in a fast food review in 30 minutes gubernatorial candidate, uh, Brian Kemp schedules the us to talk about uh, the television ad that uh, has gotten some people up in arms. We'll discuss that live with him here on WSB. And a reminder, uh, as we said before the news, Loti Longo and myself will be up at the Taste of Alpharetta this Thursday, broadcasting live from 7 to 9 p.m. So if you ever had uh, any desire to come out and meet the Bananas, come out and do so. We don't get uh, to go out in public often as a group. Mostly because they don't invite me to stuff, but um that's besides the they don't let us out much yeah Yeah, they don't pretty
7: much keep us in our cages there's
0: no room in the budget for the mark aram show to go out and do stuff so this is a rare occasion so alpharetta we love you we'd love to see you come out and take pictures with us um that's i will never get tired of that taking Taking pictures pictures? having someone hey can i get your picture doesn't that make you feel like really cool when someone's like oh longoria let me get your picture with you yeah not great yeah no one no one asks for autographs anymore
7: Nah, nobody wants. When I not, first
0: started, it was like, "Hey, can you can I get your autograph?" No one cares about autographs anymore. They just want a picture
7: with you. You'll know when you've when you've actually made it when they bring you a picture that you've already taken with them and ask you to sign it. Is that even that, a thing still? Yeah, yeah. Because I have I have celebrity pictures that I've held on to forever, and a few like comedians and stuff that nobody yeah. really care about that I really wanted their autograph on the picture that I took with them. I, I don't know if it's a to big this thing. day though. Still, you oh would, yeah, yeah oh
0: wow yeah. Oh wow!
7: Yeah, like if I know that I'm going somewhere with Erickson and I've got picture a picture yeah. with an individual I might bump into, you'll bring it. I'll bring it. Yeah.
0: Oh, a picture of you two that you've taken that I've taken already. And then, and oh I yeah! Them to oh start, yeah! Like, Absolutely. Hey, I met
7: you so you know you know. I met you
0: 19 years ago. You're right. In yeah. Whitefish. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> i stalking you. I stalked you in the, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, oh, that that I understand. Yeah. But no, when I first started in WSB, it was you know, can we get uh, your autograph? I can't remember the last time I've even anyone's even asked for an autograph. But the picture thing is cool. I I. C- I always find it weird when somebody asks me for an autograph. I just, it's c- kind of odd because you don't know whether they sign in English or Spanish. <laughs> well, that that's one. Hola. That's one oh, uh, of the questions. De- yeah. Muchas papers. gracias <laughs> for listening. I'm just like they're,
1: they're not going to hang on to this. It's no, I can yeah. sign anybody's name.
0: It's it's uh yeah. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, if you ever see any of us out, I don't care where we are, come up and ask us for a picture. We, I, I think that's the greatest thing ever.
7: No yeah. one will ever know who I am. I don't know. I'm completely no. unrecognizable. Like no. I'm too I'm too ordinary. Loyal
0: viewers of the Home like, Fix-It show or whatever yeah. you were on. House
7: Hunters. <laughs> House Hunters.
1: <laughs> I thought the same thing until that one dude came up to me in Kroger when I was buying yeah, but tortillas and Yeah, that's because meat. of your voice. <laughs> yeah.
5: But you I wasn't I mean? talking
1: to anybody. I was ch- I was in self-checkout. Phone. I was in self checkout. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like you I was You were mumbling ca- to yourself. It wasn't like I was, you know, talking to anybody So he actually recognized you. Yeah, he just came oh, up okay. and, he, and yeah. should I get the uh, like you two corn have recognizable the, voices. Yeah uh,
0: flower tortilla
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you
0: do. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think no. that, that's what's good about this show. Not that there's much good about this show, <laughs> but the fact that <laughs> when you talk Longoria, no one thinks it's me or Chuck. <laughs> right. On Low T Chucks, no one thinks it's me or you. So we have that that's hey. one way to get rid of Buford. Yes. Yeah, his his voice was too interchangeable, yeah. like, too muddled. You just need to get a shirt that says "I like Stone"
1: and people <laughs> will know who you are. <laughs>
0: just a low T, just yeah. a low T shirt. What was that oh, yeah.
7: uh, Phil sent uh, one of us on Facebook? That yes. one that says "I, I hate everybody." And it's, yeah. A, yeah, It's a campa T shirt.
0: I was uh, I almost sent you a picture from New York this weekend. I went and went to the uh, lavatory. Uh, oh, was that the the comedy club I was at? I don't know, but there was a big ad for low testosterone something <laughs> and i was like but there was other people in the bathroom and then i'm like you i don't, don't want, want I them to think that i'm taking the picture for my own but ba- oh I like for get your that. information yeah. oh, I, I need that, that website i need that website so i didn't t- take it for you anyway uh we do have stuff to talk about so we've been covering as 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 much as any show in atlanta the controversy swirling around the mayor reed regime and wow. the latest thing was the the bonuses that he uh handed out in bonuses, and then another $150,000 in prizes. Big hullabaloo.
7: For like hop-skip? and Exactly.
0: (laughs) And so uh, the latest development on this story is that some of these people that receive bonuses are turning them in.
7: As they should. They don't want their name all over the stink.
0: Well, that's the the question I want to ask in a second, but check this out. So uh, the most recent group to return $10,000 end-of-year bonuses – Tim Keene, Commissioner of Planning and Community Development, Faye Damasio, General Manager of Renew Atlanta, and Stephanie Stuckey-Benfield, Chief Resilience Officer. So far, uh, $62,500 of the bonuses have returned to the taxpayers of, of Atlanta. And you hit the nail on the head, Chuck. Uh, they don't want to, you know, you don't want to be associated with anything improper, especially if you're a public figure, you have future plans. They I'm sure your job. Tim Keane and Faye Damasio-Massimino. Faye Massimino. You know. enough. And Stephanie Stuckey-Benfield, they, they want further careers in public service, so they do the right thing. The question is, at one point, is the bonus too big? You're like, well, <laughs> you know, Ooh. you know, at what point if, if you put yourself in the, in the shoes of uh, these these city workers that got these bonuses from Mayor Kasim Reed. At what point, you know, you want to do the right thing. You want to continue your, your career in public service, etc. You don't want to be associated with this. Uh, nefarious deed perhaps at what point is the bonus too big and you're like well i'm just going to keep it
7: i think it depends on how close well for me one would be how close are you to retirement yeah like if i'm pretty close to retirement like i'm out yeah i'll it keep it matter. and i'll leave me at 40 yeah. with a little girl like as much as i'd want to keep it i'd probably give it back just to keep my job yeah. and keep things going but
1: I'm surprised mean. they've kept on kept it this long. I would have already spent it by
0: well, now. Well, I'm, I'm sure they they don't have the check still, but I mean they're reimbursing. So yeah. if they got $10,000 bonus in December, that money they already put in their account. They're just writing a check for 10 grand and giving it back to the city, which I commend them to do. Yeah. That's a hard check to write. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, cuz we just got bonuses. Yeah. Imagine if if uh Pete Springs is like Longoria, you got, you know, we, you weren't supposed to get that bonus, right? And I had to write it back. Yeah, well, I mean that's a painful uh, check to write. No, That's that, that already is. That's yeah, already it's spent. yeah. It's already spent. And and ten thousand dollars. That's a lot. Of that money. is a lot of money. That's a, a Nissan Leaf or a <laughs> Honda Fit or you know one of those little cars. That's a car. I mean, but it's, it's not car. their
1: fault that they got it. Exactly. You know, it's the that's fault of it, the mayor that. That's why gave it's it to a them. tough check to write. I would be. I I, I would fight that. I think. You, no, I you keep don't have to fight it. And just it. be like, that's my excuse. I didn't do it. He gave it
0: to me. So it, but what's the number? Is there any number you would give back? Like a five hundred dollar check, you, you know, you would nah, give any, any it. amount of money <laughs> back for any oh, reason. No. Zero See, I'm, to I'm with infinity. You, Chuck. If I'm uh, I'm forty ish right now, and if, if I had if I was one of the beneficiaries of this ten thousand dollar check, I'm I'm working in the city government. I'm not close to retiring, but I don't want to mess up my career. I'm With you, I it would kill me to give yeah. back ten thousand dollars, but over the long haul, yeah. it will make financial sense. Now, if it's a fifty thousand dollar bonus, that's where I do some thinking, like, yeah, because odds are I've already went to Vegas and spent that money, <laughs> I probably don't <laughs> have it anymore that's with t- your t- ugly well, sweater and everything, exactly. <laughs> it
7: does get to a, a ceiling where you just can't write give the money back, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? There is so a like we give of you money 50
0: grand, Aaron, we need it back. Well, I got 12 left, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want know, that, you I'll want give that back. <laughs> Uh, that's the. I think that's the number for me. Well, I say that, but twenty five, I wouldn't want to give back either. Ugh. it'd be tough.
7: As long as I hadn't really spent the money, yeah, I think I could give a good majority of it back. Yeah, but if I've spent a significant amount, like fifty grand, yeah, say I I wiped out some debt or paid off my truck, and I've only got half of that, yeah. You can have the half I haven't spent. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not giving you. You're I'm not, not giving me right. half my truck. No, it's not happening. So
0: have you have you ever had a, or deposited a large amount of money into your checking account? No. Yes. <laughs> Never. So you've gotten. Have you ever? <laughs> this is this. This sound weird. But I remember. I, I'm not even going to. I got a check for fourteen thousand dollars once when I was in my early twenties for something. I don't even remember what it was. I probably do remember, but I don't want to say. Yeah, nothing I was, bad, I nothing was, illegal. to say. But you, I remember, sure remember, you know, at, at 23 years old, uh, you know, I had like $112 in my checking account. And all of a sudden I had
7: $14,100 and $100 <laughs> in my account. And
0: I remember just going to the ATM, uh, withdrawal, no, balance inquiry, yes. And just printing out a receipt, like, God, I got $14,000 in my <laughs> account. It's amazing. You've never done that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah when, I, when I very first got into construction and I got a reimbursement check for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Huge amount of money, like $25,000, $30,000, which was all just going to go to credit cards. But for that little bit that it was in my account, I just sat and stared at it like, oh, this
0: is awesome. Yeah. I remember remember doing that. And I, I mean-
7: I kind of wanted to be that guy that would print out that ticket and keep it in my wallet, yes. so chicks could see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know just, what I mean? Like have just, it fall, yeah. just drop it. Oh, oh, sorry. Can you get? Oh, oh what is that? Oh, money? oh, oh. I'm sorry. Oh, twenty five thousand dollars. You know, or keep it, keep it, keep a couple of them, and if you ever yeah, or ask for your number, yeah. you write it on the back of that and hand it to them.
0: Girls, well, see that. I'm glad you didn't do that because I remember one time again. This is when I first moved to Atlanta, and I was at uh, what was the name of that bar club? Have a nice day, Cafe. That was the name of the- That's a weird name for I a, know, it was a weird, bar club. Exactly. And I went in there one day, and I see this, this cute girl, and I go up to talk to her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's your name? I don't know. Susie. And she goes, what kind of car do you drive? And I was like- Whoa. <laughs> I was like, is this really happening? I'm like, well, you'll never know now. Like, what kind yeah, of yeah, dumb a- question is that? <laughs> yeah. I have a Bentley- Get away from me. Like, who does that? But that would have been nice to have a uh, the receipt for Loti's oh, yeah. thirty five thousand dollars be like, boom, how about that? How about that? Now buy your own drink. <laughs> anyway. So that, so I want to discuss that for a couple minutes. At what point do you return the bonus? If you're a city of Atlanta worker, at what point do you return that bonus that was given to you um by the mayor to what what's the point of no return for you? Longoria says any amount. He's keeping it zero, hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you're keeping it. Yeah, I'm keeping it. I want for me. I want to say fifty thousand, but t- uh, twenty five might be the number. Actually, that's a lot of money. It I, is. I don't know. I I'm going go to say my number is twenty five. If they give me a twenty five thousand dollar bonus, I'm sorry. I'm keeping it. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arum. Uh, coming up on the show, Brian Kemp will join us. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. And uh, more fun stuff. I do have tickets to give away as well. Fleetwood Mac. The Mac Daddy tickets. 404 872 751 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 754-76 degrees on Peachtree Street. Talking about the uh, bonuses returned by City of Atlanta employees. Good on them. What's the amount of money, though? You just say, you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm not returning it. Daryl joins us in Ackworth. Daryl, welcome to the program.
3: I, I definitely would say my limit uh, has to hit that 10 to 20k mark. But something that you guys haven't even brought up is the ramifications of payroll taxes on bonus checks. Those are huge.
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: Three, Ten thousand dollar bonus check, three grand, thirty five hundred off the top, and even if they give the money back. After you're past that next quarter, there's no back
0: backsies on the Social Security and the FICA. <laughs> no back <takesies>, backsies <laughs> You're right. So, uh, Longoria, you got that bonus. We all got a bonus here, a Trump bonus at work uh, from our company. And, you know, that's a 40% tax on bonuses, I believe. Right. That's a big right. That's a big chunk of— uh,
3: So now if they got it in December, that means it's already on their W-2 as well, which means it affected their overall adjusted gross oh, income. Yeah. The only way they can get back out of that is to have an adjusted W-2, which there's no way the city's going to issue this late in the year, or try to tear some sort of a carryover loss out of this year. I mean, that's, it's just, uh, that's a— There's a, there's a way mess. to finesse
0: it. I'm sure there's a way to finesse it for your 2018 taxes, but that's a good point. No takesies, backsies. <laughs> Randy's <laughs> up next on the Markham Show. Hello, Randy. Hey, how are you? What's going on, brother? You know, in
6: the, in the old days, it used to be a performance bonus at the end of the year, and it used to be somewhere around 10% of what your salary was. So say you're making 75000 a year, you get a $7,500 bonus. But the gentleman before was 100% correct. If you got a $10,000 bonus, you're only seeing 6000 of that, and you're in trouble. Yeah,
0: and you've already spent that 6000 probably. I remember back when I was a kid, my dad was expecting a big, big bonus at work. Um, he got him every year, and he had a really good year at work, and... Um it was an end-of-the-year bonus like that. Like Clark Griswold? Year. Damn it, you just stole my story. I was going to say, instead he got a Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> Dag-nabbit. Sorry. <laughs> Long, I ruined it. You did. That's all right. Um, let's see if we can get John and Beeford on real quick. John, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir?
3: I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing
6: well, too. Excellent. The other thought I had, the, the other guy brought up the taxes, but how much do these folks make? I mean, I haven't followed it that closely, right? But if it's 10000 and they got... They, they, they got a salary of a hundred thousand that's one thing but if yeah. it's ten thousand they got a
3: salary of five hundred thousand after perks and
0: oh yeah yeah car and, totally. car
3: and everything
6: else
1: yeah
3: it, you know it's, it's it depends 10, you're right
0: it depends on how much how much money you make but um, I don't know what I mean the chief executive officer I'm sure is making two two hundred thousand dollars right city of Atlanta at least should be yeah all right we'll continue this conversation if you were a city of Atlanta worker and got one of the Cassim Reed bonuses at what point would you not return it. What dollar amount? We say, you know what? I'm just going to keep this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. When we come back, Georgia Secretary of State Brian Kemp will join us. This is The Mark Aram Show.
8: Hi, everybody. This is John DeBitch, and you're listening
1: to The Mark Aram Show. You're one of the best. No, i want this town to be near you. No,
0: The show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there? It's 807 seven minutes after eight o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday seven to nine p.m. on News 955 and AM seven fifty WSB. Gang all here tonight. Longoria stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls.
1: Oh,
0: oh, low T. Reminder for folks in North Fulton and for scythe County this Thursday. You can see myself, Low T, and Longoria will be broadcasting live from seven to nine p.m. at the Taste of Alpharetta come out have some good food have some good times and watch us do an old-timey type radio show we're going to go back to the uh, earlier topic of uh, the city of Atlanta workers starting to give back the Kasim Reed bonuses that came under fire uh, asking you at what point is the bonus too big you're like you know what I know it's shady (laughs) I know it's I know it's untort, but gosh, $50,000 is $50,000. Uh, we'll take your calls on that at 404 872 one 1-800-WSB-TALK. Joining us now on the show, uh, Secretary of State of the great state of Georgia, your friend and mine, uh, Brian Kemp. Secretary Kemp, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey,
5: Mark. Thanks so much for having me on. Beautiful day in our great state, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely. We finally got uh, the winter out of here. We're at 75 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh Weird couple of days for you, I would imagine. A busy couple of days for you, huh?
5: Well, it's always busy in the Secretary of State's office on the campaign trail, and this is a small business owner, so I'm used to it.
0: Um, let's let's talk about uh, your campaign ad, because that's been in the news recently. A campaign ad that uh, started appearing a couple days ago on local television state, uh, stations um, and, and you drew some criticism from some folks about it. We're going to play the audio of the ad in just a little bit, but what was your intention with the ad? Before before we get into uh, why people haven't liked it, when you set out to make this ad, what were you trying to do, and, and what were you thinking?
5: Well, we're just trying to make sure that people know that I'm conservative. I'm not apologetic for that. I'm a strong defender of the Second Amendment. I think, obviously, you can see that in the ad. But for people that, that really want to pay attention to that, you know, Jake and I are discussing my four-point plan, making Georgia number one for small business fundamentally reform state government by cutting regulations like we've done in the Secretary of State's office. You know, making Georgia the best state to live in the country, and uh, it was a good way to get our message across, and it's certainly gotten everybody's attention, and we're grateful for that.
0: Talking to Secretary of State Brian Kemp on the Mark Aram Show, when I saw the ad for the first time, because I I hadn't seen it, and then someone said, hey, did you see the the, uh, campaign ad? And I was like, no, so they played it for me, and I
5: I laughed. I was like,
0: oh, (laughs) I I thought it was funny. Was that your intention, to, to be a humorous
5: ad? Oh, absolutely. It is a humorous ad. I am i was laughing then at the ad, and now I'm laughing at all the liberal media that I don't think's ever uh, – they act like they've never seen a gun, never held one, don't understand anything about muzzle control, which I learned at a very young age about how to properly handle a, a gun. And, uh, you know, it's just really comical. And, and obviously it's driving them nuts. I mean, the press from really outside of Georgia is just going bonkers over this, the liberal media – but I've been on the road uh, ever since the ad started I, uh, airing. I've been in Savannah, Chatham County, Effingham County. I was in Dalton yesterday in Gainesville this morning. I'm up in North Georgia for an event tonight, working cafes, restaurants, doing fundraising events. I mean, overwhelming response from the conservatives that live here in Georgia is, you know, don't don't bend, you know, keep it up. You're representing our values. And. I'm doing that, but that's those are my values, too, and I'm not going to apologize for that, that's for sure.
0: Obviously, we're coming up on the GOP primary, a pretty crowded field uh, on the Republican side of the ledger for the governor's race. What was your intention um, with this ad to, to uh, maybe stand out from the crowd a little bit or separate yourself when it comes to Second Amendment or your four-point plan? Uh, what was the main intention of the ad going into the, into the, the primaries?
5: Well, I think both, but it also just... I think lets people understand all over our state that I understand the state better than anyone. You know, as Secretary of State, I've been to all 159 counties. I've seen the great things, the great opportunities we have in our state. You know, I'm a strong supporter of the economy we have in bigger cities like Atlanta, Savannah, and Augusta, but I've also been through rural parts of our state that, you know, small business people and working Georgians are still getting hammered out there from the Obama recession. They want a governor that's going to cut regulations, that's going to put small business and work in Georgians first ahead of the special interest, people that'll stand up for our values, you know, like the Second Amendment and not be afraid of, you know, getting targeted from some of these groups from outside of the state. And I have a record of doing that in the Secretary of State's office, suing the Obama Justice Department twice on our voter protection measures that we have protecting our common sense photo ID law. And I think it's important for them to to know that as governor, I'm going to stand up and fight for them. You know, I've heard all throughout our state, you know, who who's going to really fight for me? Is there anybody left at, at the Capitol or anybody that's going to serve as governor that's going to really be fighting for me, the old average working George and the family guy out there? And I'm a governor that will do that, and I think this ad portrays that.
0: Secretary Kemp, let me ask you this question because, I, I, I mean, I'm in the the radio and TV business, and I'm not really sure how, how this works. And so I would imagine the folks that are driving in their cars listening don't know. Um, when it comes to a campaign ad, is that in-house? Do you guys hire a, a firm to do that? How, how does that work, just getting a campaign ad made?
5: Well, I mean, look, when you run for governor, I mean, we have the 10th largest or one of the, you know, in the top 10 largest states, eighth largest state in the country. We've got almost 10 million people. So running for governor in Georgia is a huge undertaking. It's a, it's a big race. You've got to have a really good team. So we have many individuals that are helping with that. Obviously, they're very creative, and and, uh, this was a team effort. But look, this agenda that I have, our conservative four-point plan, you know, these represent my principles as a person, but it also represents what I've seen and what I think our state needs. And I think people, you know, if they would take the time to go to our website, they'll see that we have detailed plans on, you know, doing adoption reform on, you know, strengthening all parts of our state. So no matter where you live, you have the same opportunities as anybody else, like good health care, access to high speed internet, you know, plans to stop and dismantle gangs so you're no longer worried about somebody literally coming up and shooting your children, you know, in a high school drug ring that's going on. I mean, uh, you know, I've had GBI agents tell me has become a distribution hub for the Mexican drug cartel. Well, that leads to sex trafficking. It's led to the opioid epidemics. And I've got plans to, to work on those as governor. So as is, is humorous as this ad is uh, to me and to most normal people like you, Mark, uh, we also have detailed, serious plans of what I'm going to do as governor.
0: No doubt. Will we see uh, more ads coming down the pike as we get up to Election Day?
5: Well, we'll see what happens. I don't want to be giving away any strategies. Uh, we're we're uh, gonna keep keep Jake working out there for us, and we're working hard every day, and we'll keep you posted on that. But we really appreciate the opportunity to be on the night.
0: Let me let me ask you a real quick question. So obviously, uh, the 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 joke around the the uh, the ad was, you know, uh, that that young kid was interested in dating your daughters. Any pushback from your daughters saying, "Hey, listen, you're you're gonna ruin our social lives. Everyone's gonna be scared to ask us out now." And have you heard from your daughters about it? <laughs>
5: Hey, as a father of three teenage daughters, that works for me.
0: <laughs> so you're okay with that, that, the fact that they're on shutdown, <laughs> on lockdown now? Is- <laughs> uh, I
5: tell you, hey, look, our girls, my wife, Marty, our three daughters, they're all in on this. We've had that discussion long ago, and, uh, you know, they're on Team Kemp. They're a believer. They've seen it. They're committed. I, I can't thank them enough for the commitment that they've made to my career uh, in the private sector when I was in the legislature and now running for governor. And uh, we're a a very strong family, and uh, we're working hard, and I I hope most Georgians will have opportunity to meet the better half of my kids when we're out campaigning.
0: Excellent. Secretary Kemp, thanks for your time, as always. I appreciate it, and best of luck. Thanks,
7: guys. Have a great
0: night. Take care. There he is, Secretary of State uh, Brian Kemp. I would imagine his daughter's are like, Dad, what what the heck? Yeah. I'm so glad you
7: asked that, because yeah. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah,
0: like, Tommy was about to ask me out, and now he won't even look at me. Like, imagine if you go to school yeah, with his yeah, daughter. Are yeah. they
7: past prom season? Are we past prom season? I think yet? we're in the middle of we're it. We're right in the middle of, of, middle of, of, it? of yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that could have. Yeah, <laughs> <that could've> imagine the <laughs> prom oh.
0: day. Oh, listen, I was going to take you. Yeah, Betsy, I was going to take you to the prom. This gun thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 too funny, too funny. Uh, can, we, can we play the ad? Sure. All right, so this is yeah. the ad. This is the audio version of the television ad that we were just talking about with Secretary Kemp.
5: I'm Brian Kemp. This is Jake, young man interested in one of my daughters. Yes, sir. Jake asked why I was running for governor. I said, one. Cap government spending. Two. Take a chainsaw to regulations. Three. Make Georgia number one for small business. And two things if you're going to date one of my daughters. Respect. And? A healthy appreciation for the Second Amendment, sir. We're going to get along just fine. Brian Kemp for Governor.
0: Uh, now, I, I laughed. I saw the ad. I, I can understand why some people will be like, <laughs> you know, the whole thing about guns is, you know, it's a hot button issue. Uh, yeah. There, I mean, I, I saw the humor in the ad. I, I can understand. Listen, the people that are mad at the ad, they're not voting in the Republican primary anyway. They're not going to vote for Brian Kemp. Um, and they and, probably don't have daughters. Well, they might. I mean, I don't know. But um, I, I, listen, it is what it is. What, when you're running for a primary, what's the old saying, Chuck? Uh, you know, in the primary, you run as far right as you can, and yep. in the general, you start to you come start back. You start to move back to the center And listen, this, this worked phenomenally for Secretary Kemp because now oh. we're talking about him, and he really needs to try to get to that number two to get in the runoff with Casey Cagle. So, uh, th- you know, at the end of the day, this worked for him well. I'm very curious to see what happens with the second ad. Oh, I, I want too. to know. I want to know what they come up with the second ad because I mean, whatever he spent on ad play has quadrupled. Yes. just because of the buzz of this and people watching it. On oh, YouTube. this went nationwide. Yeah, I, mean, I this... wanted to ask uh, if that that kid in the thing was an actor or was it really oh, someone what... trying to date his daughter? But I, I didn't want to give away any secrets in case that was just some actor that they hired. But the kid was really good. He was convincing. Oh,
7: the very end when he kind of looks at the camera yeah. and he's got that, like, oh, crap on his look on his face. Yeah,
0: indeed. All right. Well, thanks to Secretary of State Brian Kemp. We'll talk about that. It's a controversial ad. We'll get your opinions on that. Again, I don't think he's losing votes in the primary on this. I, I think it's only going to help him in the primary. What impact it might have in the general election is uh, remains to be seen. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. That ad and the uh, bonuses starting to get returned from uh, City of Atlanta employees that got them from Mayor Kasim Reed. As he ended his tenure mayor, That's what's on the table. It's the buffet table of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 824-75 on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram, Longo and Loti with you till 9. Back to the phones we go. Cordell joins us in Decatur. Cordell, welcome to the program.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I got a real quickly. Uh, I think one is I wouldn't give any bonus back that I got, period.
0: No matter what. You're it. You,
6: no matter what. I think uh, if you take the money, you know, I have no integrity. Well, let me say this. I have no sympathy <laughs> for those who take the money. Let me, let me rephrase okay. that. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh,
6: for those who take the money, especially executives, because they, you know, they kind of know what's going on. The lower people on the totem pole, you know, you get a couple of bucks. Thank you. You know, my kids get to eat or get extra gift. Yeah. But the higher people, you took the check. You got idea of how the money works, how the system works. Keep it. Deal with the consequences. I could, in, me,
0: in the history of employment, has anyone ever said, was about to get handed a bonus? Week? No, no, no. I don't deserve that bonus. boss. To keep that bonus. Is, exactly. that, is <laughs> that ever happened? Which is my point. Yeah.
6: You know, so for me, a dollar, you give me a dollar to whatever... On up, I'm keeping
0: it, Cordell. I like the way you think. No one's ever turned down a bonus, right? No, like, so. you know what? I, I did, you know what? I did turn down once a television. So we had, uh, <laughs> okay,
7: why would you do that? So
0: it was, um, we had like the end of the year, uh, Thanksgiving party. This is years ago at WSB Radio, mm-hmm. and um, they had a raffle, and we had all these, we used to have these like big raffles. And we'd give away Braves tickets and uh, Ruth's Chris gift cards, whatever. Everyone, you walk into the event, and you get a ticket, and blah blah blah. And the big prize that year was a flat screen TV, and I won it. But I just bought a flat screen TV, so so I gave it away. I'd, I'd really had no use for it. You so couldn't
7: put it in the bathroom.
0: No, my bathroom's tiny. Uh. Yeah, I need to focus. My bathroom is like a uh, uh, monk's chapel. A Monastery, <laughs> I, you know it's like I need complete silence in there, and I need to focus. Really? Yeah,
7: I love having a TV in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. It's a no,
0: that's my that's my sanctuary
7: where there should be a TV. No, yeah, where there no. should be a TV <laughs> no. to watch while you J- sit down. James
0: is in Lawrenceville. James, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks, Mark. Hey, buddy. Yeah, so I think you
3: guys are looking at it from the wrong perspective. As a uh, you know, private sector, you guys can receive bonuses. That's normal at least for some jobs, but when you're talking about I'm a government employee, we get so much ethics training and so much uh, just, just talking to and, and counseling and, and training on, on this stuff. You're not allowed to get a bonus as a, as a government employee. If I received a bonus, first thing I would do would go to the news media and say, uh, you got a scandal down here, Mr. Kasim so, so these here.
0: So these bonuses you think were illegal and unethical?
3: Absolutely, and honestly, I mean, I mean,
0: I'm a police officer. If yeah. I took
3: a bonus, I'd be fired in a heartbeat. And so, pl- things well, should go for any there's, other.
0: There's no chance as a police officer to get a bonus in your job. No, why? No, why should there be? Well, I don't know. So what? If, if <laughs> I go out and I lock up so many people, I should get a bonus? No, no I, I have uh, no idea. I, uh, I don't know how. I mean, I've nah. never had a real job, so I don't know how it works. But um, <laughs> I understand enough. what you're saying. They, as, as, as soon as the bonus was paid. Someone on the staff should have gone to HR and be like, this is this a right. Absolutely. Listen.
3: Absolutely. That would have been the first place I would have been because I want to have a career and a job exactly. going forward. I
7: wouldn't, James, I wouldn't take that. i got to
0: run. Thanks for keeping us safe, brother. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404 750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's The Mark Aram Show. Hey,
8: this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show.
6: He packed in the animals two by two. The ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that heart so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, ship, and ham. Tell me about
3: that master play.
0: Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show. 8 23 in front of 9. Aram Longo with you till 9 in the uh, p.m. Uh, This Thursday, come see us at the Taste of Alpharetta. We'll be broadcasting live 7 to 9 p.m. on WSB. T and Longori will sign autographs. Uh, they'll buy you food. They'll babysit your kids. Mm, Anyth- unless you're giving us your credit card. Anything you we'll want. Yeah, yeah. They will be at your service this Thursday at the Taste of Alpharetta. Uh, coming up in just a second, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Talking about the Brian Kemp Camp campaign. And thanks for the Secretary of State joining us earlier in the show. And the uh, City of Atlanta workers that got the bonuses from former Mayor Kasim Reed. Some of them starting to hand back the bonuses. Return them. $62,500 already paid back to the taxpayers of Atlanta like me. You guys aren't Atlanta taxpayers. No. I am. it doesn't affect me one bit. They could have kept it. It I affects you in the fact that it affects me. Because mm-hmm. it makes me happier. I have more money to spend on you bananas, so you should want me to have, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? And that
1: thousand dollar bonus you're gonna give me at
0: the end of the year. That's,
1: That's like we'll a six
7: see. degrees from bacon situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six <laughs> degrees from bacon.
0: Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. William joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, yeah, William. Can
5: you can you hear me?
0: I hear you loud and clear,
5: brother. All uh, right. Well, I want to make a comment about the bonus situation. Uh, if it was thirty thousand or more, I'd give it back because uh, the fact that I wouldn't want to pay the tax situation, and the government would probably rip rip me a good, rip me good. You sound like the uh, prison
0: guard in Shawshank. What do you mean you wouldn't take thirty thousand dollars because of the too many taxes?
5: Uh, and, well, the next thing I want to say is I heard your little interview there with the uh, Brian guy running for governor. Yes, sir. You there? Yeah. Uh, I think he's, and I'm not from this state, but I believe he sounds like he's going to be a good governor. I mean, the dude is standing up for the working class people from what I can understand in his talk.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, what. If I lived um, here, I'd vote for him. There you go. Thank you, William. Um, it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> William, I think uh, Secretary Kemp wants you to move to, to Georgia yeah, yeah. and vote yes. for him. It, it's amazing, though, how um, how quickly that politicians get to their talking points.
7: We were laughing. Yeah, we were, that's like,
0: why we were laughing. No matter today. what the question. Yeah. We, do you like, uh, I'm sorry, so Chuck's running for mayor. Uh, Charlie Thomas, um, what's your favorite meal at McDonald's? Well, it's funny you bring that up because I've got a four-point plan. To, you know, they just—it's like bam, right to the talking
1: point. We were joking yeah. about
7: that. Like, it's almost like muscle memory yeah, reflex. Yeah, exactly right. I like bet this. you they don't even
1: know they're doing it. Right. No. I just, exactly I
7: just immediately go into. Yeah. Yeah, we were giggling behind the yeah. scenes a couple times. I mean, ago. I mean, that's every politician. <laughs> oh, they're all like, yeah. Yeah. It's I like, get it. They yeah. got, t- I, and I get why they do it. They're yeah. taking advantage of the time, block. But it's, it is. Yes,
0: Governor. Uh, do you, governor candidate, do you like rainbows? Well, it's interesting to bring up rainbows because there are seven colors in a rainbow, and I have seven uh, points <laughs> in my tax plan. Uh, yeah, that's always fun. Uh, Sheila joins us in Marietta. Sheila, welcome to the show.
4: Hi there. I just love your show. Thank you, Sheila. But, but I just want to say I, I disagree um, with Brian Kemp's ad getting him more voters. I think it's going to go the opposite way conservative women and know that, you know, there's more women voters in Georgia than men, don't mm-hmm. want to see the guns. If you watch that ad, there's at least 10 guns in that ad on the chair, by the table by his chair. A lot of
0: guns in that him. ad. Behind him. Yeah. Uh,
4: Hunter Hunter Hill had a gun in his ad, too. But why is he threatening the young the young guy? He can't shoot the young man for bringing his daughter home late after curfew or Lo well, and behold, even heaven says well, yeah, that it's, it's immoral.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand. I, it's, it's, it's a long, you know, it's, it's a long joke. I've dated girls where, uh, you know, you go to pick them up in high school, you go to pick them up their house, and the dad's like, hey, don't forget, I got a shotgun over the fireplace. I mean, it's 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 a long-time thing. I get some people are, you know, with all the gun deaths in schools yes. we've seen recently i guess there's some sensitivity there but this is a joke that's when i was in high school every every girl's dad that I talked to was like you know i've uh i got a concealed carry permit okay yeah. thank you sir
5: i'll have your daughter home <laughs>
0: i won't get her pregnant you know it is <laughs> it is what it is i will this cost the votes i don't know it's getting a lot of attention which is what he needs right now going up to the primary because uh it's a, it's a stacked field and uh, it's a fight for number two to get to that runoff. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. <laughs> Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown. Wait, we do not want to know. Is this a new song? It sounds different. Muffled or something. No, same. All right. So, does it sound different, Johnny K.?
8: No, it's still the same blistering guitar solo played by yours truly, Mark. All right.
0: I did not know if this is a remix anyway. All right. Johnny Kielbasa in the Faster do How you doing, Jonathan?
8: I'm doing great, Mark. I'm, I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please. And I just bought a spiral cut ham. I'm not sharing it with anybody. And I like that little interview you just did with Secretary
0: State there, Mark. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate you, uh, your political insight and wisdom. Spiral cut ham, um, is, that a, is that better than a regular just fat flat ham?
8: It was wrapped in pretty blue foil, and it said save $7. So I grabbed <laughs> it and took it home. I shoved my chef's knife into the middle of it. Carved off a big handful of it. Now I'm covered with honey and ham.
0: Before we get to the actual fast review, if you're making a ham sandwich at home, Longoria, this is for you and and Johnny and and Chuck. And uh, since Chuck hunts feral pigs, this might. uh, (laughs) What what's the perfect ham sandwich for you guys? Go go uh, bread to bread with your perfect ham sandwich for me, Johnny K.
8: Sure, I'll go (laughs) bread and then mustard on the bottom. Okay, ham.
0: Yeah, cheese. What kind of cheese are pickles. you... Pickles. What kind of cheese?
8: I'm going to go with a big hunk of the sharpest cheddar this side of the Chattahoochee.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, then pickles, and then what else? Lettuce, mayo. Ew, lettuce? Hold on, Chuck. You'll have your turn. Ew, <laughs> you lettuce? Uh, Longo, bread to bread. Your okay. Your ideal ham sandwich.
1: Bread, mustard, cheddar cheese, ham, lettuce, tomatoes,
0: pickles. Really, so all right. Why are you putting lettuce on sandwiches? I don't sandwiches? know. All of a sudden, just... Longoria's healthy guy.
7: I know, it's mm-hmm. weird. Uh,
0: bread, bread to bread, Chuck. Your favorite Okay, everybody's just sandwich.
7: saying bread, but I have a specific bread. Okay. I use a marble rye. Oh. I like the marble. I like I like the flavor of a mar- That makes the ham sandwich. Interesting. Yes, so marble, marble rye. rye, mustard, yeah. ham, cheese. Hipster. <laughs> well, I, I, it is I, a little. I, he's, he's right. It is no, a little hipster. It's,
0: that's that's not hipster. That's old Jewish man. Yeah, that, I, it's listen, the marble rye. Say what you want, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's good. All yeah. right, Jews nugget. All right, marble rye. Yep. Mustard. Mustard. A spicy mustard. Spicy though, mustard. Like a stone yeah. ground mustard. Agreed.
7: Ham. I'm with Johnny. Very sharp cheese. A little bit more ham. <laughs> very very uh, a, a really kosher dill pickle. Pickle. What are you guys putting pickles on sandwiches? I, yeah, huh? I like I like pickles. All and right. then like bread A little and more mustard and then. Top it off with another marble.
0: Interesting. So uh, the reason I asked this, I, my I don't eat it anymore, but my perfect I, I I don't do the sharp cheddar. I'm with you on pretty much everything. Yeah. Um whatever bread's handy. Uh rye is fine, but whatever. Well yeah, but a whole I just wheat. if I've got it. Yeah, uh, uh spicy mustard, I agree. Ham. I'm going American or Munster.
7: Ooh, Munster cheese is a good yeah. And ooh.
0: I I forego any vegetation. I just yeah, strictly I go understand. ham and cheese. No pickles, no tomatoes. Have you ever but, tried it with a pickle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Um But I'll tell you what, the reason I asked this, Johnny, there was a place in my town called Nicholas's Pizza, all right? Oh, yeah. And it was a pizza joint on Water Street. And we used to go there after uh, junior high night. It was like right down the street from our our junior uh, high school. And I had a sandwich there. I, I remember the first time I ate it. So when I was growing up, it was always ham and mustard and cheese, and that was the ham sandwich my mom made. And I ordered the hot ham and cheese sub at Nicholas's Pizza. And they put mayo on it. It was it was ham, a ton of melted mozzarella, uh, lettuce, mm. tomato, mayo, and I'd never had such mm. a thing before. I've never even had a mayo on a sandwich before growing up. My my mom just didn't wow. use mayo. She would put it in tuna salad, but and I it was an earth changing thing. I was like, this sandwich is so good, and I gained forty <laughs> pounds that uh, eighth grade year because I would get the hot ham and cheese sub just about every day because I, I, I'd never had mayo on ham before. It was. I don't do it to this day. I still prefer the mustard, but what do you think about mayo on a ham sandwich, I guess is the, the point I'm trying to make. I think it's a match made in heaven. Yeah, but it's funny. We all defaulted to the spicy mustard. Yeah, we I like all want mustard. I on like that. mustard. All right. I eat, I've eaten up a majority of your time, Johnny. What's on the menu tonight? Sorry about that.
8: Hey, no problem. Speaking of ham, um, Arby's is back at it with bourbon barbecue, and as they say, if it ain't from Kentucky, it ain't bourbon. And... Arby's grabbed some bourbon and they put it in some barbecue sauce and they candied up some bacon and they got some sharp cheddar and they got some onion straws and they've got their own. They've got sandwiches coming at you from every direction. Bourbon barbecue, brisket, bourbon barbecue, chicken, bourbon barbecue steak, like shaved Angus, which you don't, they don't have every day there. I don't think. And then your star cut bun that Longo loves so much. And then, uh, hey, if you the, the best thing Arby does, Arby's does is whenever they come out with a new line of sandwiches, they say, okay, you get this one, you get this one, you get this one, or you can have all three of them at the same time. So they got a triple stack with this bourbon barbecue Ooh. sauce that has the brisket, the steak, and the chicken at the same time. So why why not? Skip trying all yeah. three
0: of them and just get all three of them at once. Alewine just j- got off I-85 and is looking for the nearest Arby's now on his way to the station. Get the triple stack. Triple stack alert! Bourbon barbecue sauce. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. I don't have a favorite barbecue sauce. I'll Whatever you give me is fine. I'll, it I'll, always seems gimmicky. A barbecue sauce?
7: No, the bourbon, bourbon barbecue, you know, when they yeah. do that, it just seems gimmicky. Well, it's giving me barbecue it sauce. It If it up. If, if you're
0: on okay. a 12-step program, can you have bourbon barbecue sauce?
8: <laughs> you, you can because yeah, they, they not... cook it so long. But do you, but would you
0: even tempt yourself? To Be like, you know what? I can't. I can't have that bourbon barbecue sauce or rum well, maybe cake. Maybe that's how or, you flirt with the line.
7: Is that? Yeah. That's <laughs> you, you how you fall really imagine falling of it. off the Urban wagon, infused. though.
0: Be like, you, you were sober for eight years. What happened? Oh, I had the bourbon freaking sandwich at uh, <laughs> at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was all done. Yeah, right that was. There. That's how you fell off the wagon. You had the bourbon barbecue sandwich, triple stack at Arby's. All right, sounds good. Maybe we'll enjoy those tomorrow. Sounds good to me. Alright, you guys want those? Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh Johnny, you gonna are you gonna be able to make it to the taste of Alpharette on Thursday? You betcha, and I'll have star cut buns in my pockets. Longorious favorite. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And it's cholesterol. Hi, baby. So my follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast
8: on iTunes or JohnnyKilbasa.com.
0: All things Kilbasa on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. I'm officially hungry now. All right, we'll come back. More of your calls. i got tickets to give away. Hang tight. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show. Mike joins us in Marietta. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. How about you, buddy? Excellent. What's cooking?
6: Hey, listen, I was just... And it's an honor to follow Johnny, i got to say. But anyway... (laughs) um, (laughs) But, and now I'm hungry, too, darn it. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, uh, anyway, I just got the, uh, I heard the lady that called in before, Johnny, um, talking about the number of guns in that particular ad, and I haven't even seen the ad. But it just occurred to me that, you know, it's amazing that the gun in itself or the picture of or just the mere mention of is such a foreign thing today in our society. The left has really done a good job of, of uh, making that – such a negative, and it, and it shouldn't be. It's a uh, it's it's a positive part of our society. An armed populace is a uh, a polite populace. Um, who's going to piss off somebody? Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, who's going to tick, tick off tick somebody? Off. It's go. armed. Yeah. it is also armed. You know that makes sense. Well, yeah, no I
0: mean, uh, There's here's the thing. The, the ad. If if you're offended by that ad, you weren't going to vote for Brian Kemp anyway. So will this gain him voters? I don't know. But it gained him recognition. I know that. Um, Yeah. Do you see that arm shooting in the Walmart up in Bear Parkway? Yeah. I heard about it. Crazy. That's not too far from my place. 60-year-old guy gets an argument with a 23-year-old guy. He pulls a gun, shoots the 23-year-old guy. 23-year-old guy's girl pulls out her gun, shoots at the older guy. Doesn't hit him. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I have tickets to go away long ago. You do. What do you want to do, the 900th caller? Sure, that sounds about right. Keep Chuck here for mm-hmm. an hour and a half.
7: <laughs> I think we all know how that'll up. <laughs> all, right. yeah.
0: all right, third caller to 40- third. Third caller to 404-741-0750 wins a pair of buy it, uh, win it before you buy it tickets to see legendary Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac Phillips Arena, March 3rd, 2019. Tickets go on sale this Friday at LiveNation.com at 10 a.m., We've got a pair of these tickets before they even go on sale. Third caller to 404-741-0750. 404-741-0750. You get a pair of tickets to see Fleetwood Mac at Phillips Arena. Let's do Star of the Show.
8: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
5: I thought I was a layup for Star of the Show. I got the pizza
0: for us before the uh, program button. Chuck came through, got us uh, Secretary of State Brian Kemp. So uh, low, did work. low Tizzle actually did work today. It's a low bar for Low T to win star of the show. He did work. Uh, so congratulations. Put him on the board. Nice. Uh, tomorrow, what do we got? Fun stuff. Fun stuff tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. A lot of fun stuff. Yep. More tickets. More fun stuff. <laughs> Come see us Thursday at Taste of Alpharetta, 7 to 9 p.m. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, Go to sleep, little baby.
4: Guests of The Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.